Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I'm talking about mindful hormesis, embracing stress for mental well-being. Now, if you're not familiar with hormesis, I will explain it, but I wanted to start today's episode with the quote, which I will read again at the end of the show, but it'll give you an idea of where I'm going. And this quote is from Ari Witten. You can look him up online. I learned a lot from Ari Witten's website years ago, and I know that he is adding more all the time. So here's what he has to say. Stressors are the crux of health. Some are essential to build resilience and vibrance. Judicious implementation is key. And again, that's from Ari Witten. And you'll see where this is going as we get going with hormesis. If you're not familiar with the term, hormesis is a biological phenomena in which exposure to low doses of a harmful agent or stressor can actually result in a beneficial effect. Whereas if you had higher doses of the same thing, it would have adverse effects. The concept of hormesis can be observed in various biological systems, including cells, organisms, even ecosystems. The stressors that trigger hormetic responses can be physical, chemical, or biological in nature. So these could be physical stressors such as exercise, heat, or cold, could be chemical stressors such as plant metabolites, phytochemicals, they're actually stressors, and antioxidants can induce hormetic responses. And you know we're always being advised to add more antioxidants and phytochemicals to our diets. Biological stressors. Hormesis can be observed in response to certain viruses, bacteria, and toxins. So the hormetic response typically involves the activation of various adaptive stress response pathways within the organism. So these pathways play a role in repairing damage, enhancing cellular defenses, and improving overall resilience. And this is really important. As a result, hormesis can lead to benefits such as increased longevity, improved health, enhanced immune function, and increased resistance to various stressors. I think you know where I'm going with all this. So there's a well-known example of hormesis is the effect of exercise on the body. Regular, moderate exercise stimulates adaptive responses in muscles, 
in bones, and in the cardiovascular system, leading to improved overall health. However, excessive exercise or overtraining can have negative effects on the body, highlighting the biphasic nature of dose-response curve. I didn't mention earlier that, again, we see a U-curve, actually, when we are talking about having these beneficial results with hormesis. What it is is this U-shaped dose response curve or biphasic curve where the response of the stressor increases initially at low doses, and then it reaches a peak, and then it declines as the dose increases further. So again, a little bit is medicine, a lot is not. (laughs) Hormesis has implications in all kinds of areas, such as toxicology, medicine, and in aging research. Understanding hormetic responses can help developing therapeutic strategies that harness beneficial stress responses while avoiding harmful ones. So it's important to note that the specific hormetic effects of a stressor can vary depending on the organism, the dose, the duration, and the context of the exposure. So how can any of this help with mental health? This is probably what you're saying to yourself right now. Okay, enough of that. Like, how is this going to help mental well-being? So hormesis can potentially play a role in improving mental health through a number of mechanisms. And the concept of hormesis suggests that exposure to mild stressors or challenges can trigger adaptive responses that enhance the body's resilience and defense mechanisms. When it comes to mental health, hormesis may have several beneficial effects. This is really exciting because there's much that we can do and we can actually get stronger as we are also exposing ourselves to little bits of stress here and there. So the first one is stress adaptation. Mild stressors, such as controlled exposure to certain psychological challenges or cognitive training, can help people build resilience and coping mechanisms. Over time, this can lead to better stress management and reduced vulnerability to more severe stressors. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. 
OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The next one is neuroplasticity. Hormetic stressors may promote neuroplasticity. And isn't it wonderful that we know that the brain is plastic like that, that the brain can change? It's so amazing. The brain's ability to recognize and form new neural connections is what can happen when we have hormetic stressors. This can enhance learning, memory, and cognitive flexibility, which are essential factors in maintaining good mental health. And I think sometimes when we have been anxious for a very long time, and I'm talking about really over on the going down the wormhole type of anxiety panic, we lose some of our flexibility, right? So this can be really helpful to get us back into being a little bit more flexible by promoting neuroplasticity. The next one up is neurotransmitter regulation. And some studies have suggested that hormesis can influence the regulation of neurotransmitters such as dopamine, serotonin, and endorphins. These chemicals play critical roles in our mood regulation and their balanced functioning is crucial for mental well-being. The next one is antioxidant defense. Mild stressors can trigger the body's natural antioxidant defense mechanisms, which help neutralize harmful free radicals and reduce oxidative stress. And oxidative stress has been linked to various mental health disorders. And hormesis-induced antioxidant responses may offer protection. The next one is inflammatory responses. Chronic inflammation is associated with several mental health conditions. And hormetic stressors may activate anti-inflammatory pathways and help to regulate the immune response, potentially reducing the risk of inflammation-related mental health issues. Next up is mitochondrial function. Hormesis can improve mitochondrial function, the cellular powerhouses responsible for producing energy. Proper mitochondrial function is crucial for maintaining the health of our brain cells and supporting overall cognitive function. And last up, mood enhancement. Certain hormetic stressors like moderate physical exercise or exposure to nature have been shown to promote the release of endorphins and other feel-good neurotransmitters leading to improved mood and sense of well-being. So I think you can begin to see there are so many things going on that these low-dose stressors are able to influence. Who doesn't want to have 
better stress adaptation, better neuroplasticity, better neurotransmitter regulation, and of course, antioxidant defense. We are always looking for ways to keep our inflammatory responses reduced because everything that is uncomfortable in our body seems to stem from inflammation. Having mitochondrial function working well and our mood enhancement are definitely all in line with what we want to have going well for us in our lives. Now, The mood enhancement piece can be so important early on in your clearing your anxiety panic because it gives you a breath of fresh air, right? If you can have a little bit of feel-good neurotransmitters roaring inside of you, it gives you a chance to catch your breath from all of the stress, panic, and uncomfortable feelings that we have to deal with when we are in fear or fearing the fear. So that is a wonderful place. And it can be as easy as physical exercise or an exposure to nature. This is wonderful. And we want to be able to make our lives not stressful, but understanding that these little bits of stress are okay, and they can be helpful. Because when we are struggling with fear, whether it is fear of a place, whether it's fear of something going on inside you, whether it is fear of disease, whatever it is, it's fear. And it is sending out the same chemical cocktail in all of you. We all feel it differently, but it's the same chemical cocktail. And the bottom line is the fear Often, it is just fear of fear coming, but it is getting us into trouble because what do we do? We start avoiding. And what do we do when we avoid? We make our world smaller. We make our world a little more comfortable, less painful. We're afraid of pain. We are like wrapping ourselves in cotton batting, and we are getting none of the benefits of hormesis at that point because we have insulated ourselves so strongly that we cannot continue to get stronger. It would be as if we stopped exercising altogether, afraid to move because of something that happened. Those muscles would atrophy. And the same happens to us with many other parts of our lives out of this whole list of things that I read to you. These things begin to atrophy when we don't have something to help make them stronger. We can't just stand still. We're either going in a good direction or we're going in the fall behind direction. We're either getting stronger or we're getting weaker. So we want to be not afraid of these smaller stressors. And like I said earlier, that will help us to actually branch out a little bit more, stick our toe in the water into new things so that we can try it out and not be afraid because we can remember in the back of our head, this may be making me stronger. So I want to go over some ways that you can actually use this concept of hormesis. The first one is heat. 
I mentioned that earlier. Now, that would be things like sauna sessions, exposing your body to elevated temperatures, which induce mild stress. This activates heat shock proteins and promotes various health benefits, such as improved cardiovascular function, enhanced circulation, and reduced inflammation. Now, I know some of you out there may be like I was back in the day. Heat was a trigger for me. And I remember the first time I was able to use sauna in the steam room. It was such a joy that I had actually been able to reduce my fear of heat and begin to use it to work for me. I hope that you can find that too. The second one is cold. Now, cold showers or baths, cold exposure can activate brown adipose tissue, which helps burn calories and generate heat. Cold showers or baths can also improve circulation and boost the immune system. And personally, I found being able to expose myself to cold showers, which I absolutely love now and have been doing for probably 25 years, it taught me resilience. I remember when a cold blast of water felt like I was going to die. And now my regular cold shower is three minutes. I almost think I have to make the water colder somehow. You guys can do this. This is a beautiful place. I actually like cold a little bit better than heat because you can't really hurt yourself with the cold shower. It's uncomfortable, but it is not dangerous. Heat, on the other hand, you may feel so uncomfortable or lightheaded and things like that. But if I were you, I would start with cold. And what does the cold do? It does all kinds of things, but it's been used to promote recovery, reduce inflammation, improve mood. And like I said, it helped me learn resilience and to tolerate discomfort. It's a great place to start. The third one is foods. So that's the phytochemicals in our foods, like polyphenols and fruits and vegetables and herbs. These act as hormetic stressors. They have antioxidant properties that activate cellular defense mechanisms, and that ends up working for us, for our health. Other things with food can be intermittent fasting helps to support cellular health. And then again, moderate exercise. Although It's not in the food category, really, but it's a form of hormetic stress that can really be beneficial for you. Moderate physical activities give you responses in the body that improve your physical and mental health. So you can actually begin to combine different hormetic stressors as an effective strategy to achieve overall health benefits such as you could do intermittent fasting with exercise, you could do sauna with cold plunge. There's all kinds of ways you can begin to put these together and they become a part of your life. And finally, I want to leave you, of course, with mindfulness and meditation, because practicing mindfulness and meditation can be considered a form of hormesis for mental health. These practices expose the mind to mild stressors, such as focusing on the present moment or challenging our cognitive patterns. Over time, this can lead to improved emotional regulation, reduced stress, and increased cognitive flexibility. 
Remember that hormesis should be approached with caution, especially if you have any underlying health conditions. Please check with your healthcare professionals before you try any of these new ideas that we are talking about here today, especially the ones with temperature changes and dietary changes. Because what may be beneficial for one person could be harmful to another. This is very individual, so do check with your healthcare professionals. But it's a wonderful way to stretch and to learn to be okay with some discomfort while letting the brain know, especially that ancient brain as our lizard, letting the ancient lizard brain know that you are okay and that it is not dangerous. It really makes a difference. It has been very helpful in my life. I didn't even know I was doing it. I didn't even know what the word hormesis was, but I knew the more that I could tolerate little things, the better I would be able to handle the big things. So I encourage you to find the ways that you can incorporate hormesis into your health and healing. I love being here with you, and I look forward to coming back in another couple days with another episode. And now for today's quote. Stressors are the crux of health. Some are essential to build resilience and vibrance. Judicious implementation is key. And that's from Ari Witten. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.